In a small sleepy town in northern India, three children gaze out onto the rain-drenched street waiting for a most unusual guest. Who is young uncle? Can he really make noise like a sewing machine? When he finally arrives, Sarita, Ravi and the baby know instantly that their lives will never be the same again. Come along as I read to you the story of Young Uncle Comes to Town by Vandana Singh. One rainy afternoon, three children sat looking out of an open window, their fingers curled round the metal grillwork. The rain had come down like great moving curtain, making narrow lanes sparkle and turning the roadside ditches into torrential streams. They had watched a procession of cows canter off towards the shelter of an enormous neem tree around the corner. They had seen neighbours hurry past under the wet black umbrellas. Now the rain had slowly slowed down to a murmur and the lane was empty except for a buffalo, its black hide agleam, standing meditatively under the shisham tree on the other side. I'm tired. When will he come? Nine-year-old Sarita asked for the 50th time. Her brother Ravi, who was two years younger, said, Don't worry, he'll get here. Let's just wait a while and look at the rain. I love watching the road when it rains. Ooh, ah, agreed the baby, who sat between them on the broad windowsill. Their father had told them that his youngest brother, universally known as young uncle, was coming to live with them. He was supposed to arrive today. Nobody had gone to the railway station to pick him up because young uncle had not told them when he was arriving. That is just like him, the children's father said with a sigh. He likes to do things his own way. Why? He just spent the last two years wandering all over the country having all kinds of hair-raising adventures. He's a good fellow, you know, but he does need to settle down. That is why your mother and I have invited him to come and live with us. What is his real name? Sarita had asked then. Nobody remembers, father said. He has always been called young uncle and he prefers it that way. Although it's quite ridiculous to be called young uncle even by one's parents. But then he has always been different from other people. All this sounded quite exciting to the children and they had been waiting since lunchtime for young uncle's arrival. During the afternoon, so many people had come to their house. A barber, an oil massage man, the mango seller, a neighbor, the milkman. But there was no sign of young uncle. Do you remember what he looks like? Ravi asked Sarita. The last time young uncle had visited some years ago before he had gone to the college. Not really, Sarita said. I remember he was long and thin and he liked to make noises like a monkey. But then I was very small and you were just a baby. The baby was contemplating her latest biological classification scheme based on the number of legs a creature had. So, cats and cows belong to one family. Humans, birds and bicycles belong to the other. 
Now the baby suddenly noticed something. She sat up in excitement, pointing with a plump finger. A curious figure was making his way down the street. He was long and a lanky young man wearing a battered tin plate on his head as though it were a crown. The rain drummed musically on his plate, making it tip about and sparkle on his head. And from time to time, he would reach up and adjust the brim. He had an amiable smile on his face and was looking about him with his eyes full of approval as though the rainstorm had been just the thing he had ordered for lunch. In one hand, he held a cup of tea. He would sip from the cup and then hold it out into the rain and then sip again. With his other hand, he was helping a rickshaw man wheel a rickshaw piled with bags and wooden cases and covered with soggy newspaper. He was conversing animatedly with the rickshaw man and the two men were both soaking wet, although it seemed like neither of them cared. They came to a stop in front of the house. At once, the young man noticed the buffalo under the shishim tree on the other side of the lane and greeted it solemnly. The buffalo allowed him to scratch his head and moved conversationally upon which the young man said something in reply and gave the animal a respectful pat. He then crossed the road to the gate of the house. He opened the gate with a flourish, ushered the rickshaw man in and they both walked up the short driveway towards the house. They came to a stop at the steps that led up to the front door. What do you think, my friend? Is this a good place for them? Asked the young man looking around him at the lush rain-soaked garden and the dripping trees. A good place, sir. I think it is a very good place. Look, look at all those trees. Isn't this much a better place for them than the railway station? At this point, the young man suddenly became aware of the watching children. A big grin of delight nearly split his face in half. He waved madly and set his teacup down on the driveway, leaped onto the rickshaw. He threw out the newspaper wrapping off the two large cases, which the children now saw were small crude cages made of wire and wood that seemed to be filled with fluttering movements. He fiddled with the cage doors and suddenly there was a great flurry of wings and colour and a whole host of birds flew out. Green and yellow parakeets, tiny multicolored munias, doves and pigeons. The baby laughed and clapped her hands and the children looked at each other and smiled and then, lifting the baby off the sill, they all ran downstairs to greet their young uncle. Downstairs, young uncle was explaining the loss of his umbrella and brandishing the tin plate which had three holes in it. I think it's a fair exchange with the boy from whom I bought these birds. A mere umbrella for this antique plate in which three generations of bird sellers must have fed their stock and fended the rain. The children's mother was not speaking at all. And then she said, please go in or else you'll catch a cold. Go in and dry off. The rickshaw man was helping to bring the suitcases into the house. Everyone could smell the pakoras frying in the kitchen and the aroma of the fresh mint chutney. On the dining table, there was a tea steaming in the pot and an array of milk sweets cut into diamonds. Young uncle greeted the children with a big smile that seemed to belong so naturally to his face and drew them to him. 
unmindful of his wet clothes, he sat down on the floor so that the children would be eye to eye with him. And then he began to unpack his largest suitcase right there in the middle of the drawing room. The suitcase was filled to the brim with the most unusual things. There was an enormous shell which he had found on the shores of the Arabian Sea. A fragile piece of coral that had washed up on the beach in the Andaman Islands. A sculpture of twisted vines that had been given to him by an artistically inclined monkey from the forests of Assam. All this is all okay, the children's father said, admiring a beautiful pot that young uncle had obtained from the village in central India. But tell me, young uncle, don't you think it's high time you settle down someplace instead of roaming around? Young uncle winked at the children. You will find nobody more settled down than I, elder brother. I have come to put my roots roots down like the proverbial banyan tree. And then, you know, I am going to become duller than an elderly accountant. But not to worry, these children will keep me in order. Right, children? Ravi and Sarita smiled shyly at their uncle. The baby, however, subjected her, him to her trademark penetrating stare in order to gauge how serious he was. In fact, she was also filing him away mentally as family. Two-legged family, like birds in the bicycle. Ooh-ah! Ooh-ah! said the baby approvingly. Hello there. Today, I'm taking you on an exploration of feelings. Can you name a few feelings? Happy, sad, scared, mad, worried, confused, lonely. Wow, there are so many of them. It seems like our heart is a house to so many feelings. Some of them come in and stay for a while. Others breeze in and out so many times a day. And some others, they come in only once in a while. So yes, we all have all kinds of feelings and that's perfectly okay. So hop on to your listening chairs as I read to you In My Heart by Joe Vitek. My heart is full of feelings, big feelings and small feelings. Loud feelings and quiet feelings, quick feelings and slow feelings. My heart is like a house with all these feelings living inside. Sometimes my heart feels like a big yellow star shining bright. I smile from year to year and twirl around so fast. I feel as if I could just take off to the sky. This is when my heart is happy. Other times my heart feels strong. I can stand up tall and touch the clouds. You people and places don't frighten me. I can do it. Watch me go. This is when my heart feels brave. When I get really angry, my heart feels as if it's going to explode. Don't come near me. My heart is yelling hot and loud. This is when my heart is mad. But other times, my heart is cool. I bob on gently like a balloon on a string. My heart feels lazy and slow as quiet as snowfall. 
this is when my heart is calm on harder days mean words hurt my feelings and my heart feels hurt too it's fragile and delicate but it can be healed with some extra kisses you know this is when my heart is broken some days my heart feels as heavy as an elephant there's a dark cloud over my head and tears fall like rain this is when my heart is sad but my heart doesn't stay sad like springtime after winter the sun comes out again my heart grows tall tall like a plant reaching towards the sky this is when my heart is hopeful ee when i see something scary my heart beats fast i feel cold as if a chilly breeze has crawled up my neck and i run away as fast as i can this is when my heart feels afraid when it's time for a bit of fun my heart feels full of giggles and wiggles abracadabra and i hop around like a bouncy bunny this is when my heart feels silly sometimes i hide my heart away where no one can see like my own small treasure i don't want anyone to look at me safe on my swing i can watch the world from up above this is when my heart is shy my heart can feel so many feelings and so can yours today my heart is proud how does your heart feel Thank you.